0: and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome, this is Gemma with That Happiness Show, and I am thrilled that you can make it. Oh boy, oh boy, this is what I say. Um, So lately we've been talking about uh, this idea of watching for clues, and I really love watching for clues. I love it, love it, love it, and um, Yesterday, I had this clue, and I'm not sure if I told you about it. I'm not sure. It might have happened after. I'm not sure. Oh, no, I think it happened during. Okay, so I mean, before my podcast, because I remember uh, sitting down to think about, like, um, well, not really think, but to tune into what would the podcast be about. And I thought, well, let me write the question to Source Energy and just see what comes in. And When I was going to do that, I had this flash in my head of this beautiful purple color. It was like a fuchsia-y purple, really pretty. And I saw that, and I don't normally see things like that. Like, I don't see a lot, people. (laughs) um, And so it was just like, wow, that is amazing. Maybe that's a clue. So I wrote it in my book, and I even got a marker out to color that color in my book. And um, it wasn't until last night when my friend came home and she saw these gorgeous flowers my friend sent um, that she was commenting on how beautiful the purples were. And that was when I realized, I was like, oh my God, it's the same purple in these bouquet as the purple I saw. So there were these clues that are handing down. Now, what I believe is I believe the clues are at the frequency of what is coming, like what we're working towards, what we're ready to receive. So that frequency of purple is at the frequency that I'm open to receiving. And that's why I saw the color purple. The purple itself probably doesn't mean anything. It's just an indication that I am receiving. And this is the frequency. So that is so, So super cool. I even think it's radical to be this um, self-aware, to be putting the pieces together, even (laughs) even though it's usually only hindsight that we'll see it. But with practice, with practice, you know, maybe we can be in the moment and see the future coming. Like when I was in the moment and I just said, I'm ready to come home. And I felt that shift within me and I immediately started to act on it. And then my landlord came and told me, two months later, you have to move in three months. Holy cow, but I was already started moving. That's the crazy part. It was like I preempted it. I knew it was coming. So this is possible all the time. This is always possible. If you get this inspiration, the inspiration could very well be a tuning into the timeline that this has already happened in and so feeling the reality of it, feeling the truth of it, you know, like to be able to just tune into it in such a way that we see it already, already manifested. How cool. Oh, to lose one's health, getting on my chair. Let me help him up because he's so yum yum and he is so special. Mm -hmm. Okay. Up you go, baby. Up you go onto the special chair so clues 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 so today not not that this has to do with clues but we never know we have to stay in the inspired action for myself today inspired action started kind of slow so it was just this um there's little pieces getting put together like i was in my daughter's room the last couple days noticing there was this plant this little air plant in a little jar that really wants to be in front of a window. I could feel it. It didn't want to be on the desk near the window. It wanted to be in front of the window. Um so it was just like okay. And then there's another little factoid clue where Ursula had found this little table, this tiny little thing, um like an end table, and um she had said, "Do you like it?" Do you think we should keep it? I found it on the side of the room. It was a beautiful little antique, hardwood, you know, beautiful, and had a drawer. And I said, absolutely, we should keep it. I can use it if there's no other place. You know, we'll find a place. Well, there it was, right in front of Bella's window, this perfect spot. So, but it had, this little table had stuff on it. I I hesitate to say junk, because it wasn't junk. It's someone else's things, and they know what they are, even if I don't. (laughs) It's like, so... As part of the shift of the sunroom, which it's been very slow (laughs) for me, amazingly slow, but I'm just, I'm just enjoying the slowness as though this entire process is one elongated massage. That's what I'm doing. Um, But anyway, when I was back down the kitchen, I started looking at this table. What was really on it? What was really in it? And I realized there wasn't much to it, so I scooped the stuff off of it and added it to some other stuff we have to go through, and cleared off this little table, and then carried it upstairs to Bella's room, got the plant on it. But everything was slow and procedural. It's like, even taking that thing up the stairs, it's like, you know, there's this um, stair chair on the stairs for Ursula, and... It was like, do I send it all the way down so I can get over it and then send it up again? Or can I go up the stairs and, and lift this thing over it? And all these little like slow thoughts, processing. And I thought, I'm just going to start going up and I'll, I'll figure it out when I get there. When I got there, I realized I could just fold up the chair and grace right by it. So that's what I did. And so this is what I'm talking about. It's like, if I had to think all this out ahead of time, it might feel overwhelming or too much. And I've seen people do that where they shut down because they're thinking something all the way through rather than just piecing it. As Ursula says, inch by inch, life is a cinch. She says that every single day, many times a day, because it is such a special saying and a reminder to take it easy and take it slow. So we love that. And so Bella got this little table in her room. It has a little Christmas, uh, (laughs) um, what do you call that, Um, placemat on top, a little fabric-y green and red placemat. And her plant now has a spot in the window, and it's beautiful. This little air plant that, you know, actually got transplanted into a bigger bowl um, just a couple days ago. So these little things started to happen. And then um, I was... was, Noticing the fish tank needed to be done, so I did the fish tank. And this is why my podcast is late today, because I was in such a beautiful flow. I'm telling you, it felt like a massage. It didn't feel like I was pushing. It didn't feel like a to-do list. It just was like a massage. I loved it. So the fish needed to have some water come out, because we have to take out the pee water. And then put water back. And when I took the water out, I knew a plant that really wanted to be watered in the basement. So it was just little by little... And uh, then I got the water put back in the fish tank very gently and um, the fish were fed. And then in my room, I noticed some things and I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I have this space to even think about it. Maybe it's because Ursula and I have um, become more energetically connected. And so I have a better sense of what she wants with her things. Oh, also, holy cow, I had some things. Did I have some things? Anyway, it seems like I had something that had to go up in the attic. And so I decided to go up there. And then uh, the crazy thing was I spent like 10 or 15 minutes up there organizing the attic. Because it had gotten really jumbled. I didn't do a 100% job, but I got the Christmas stuff together. I got the floor cleared. And it is, it can make sense now. And now I'm getting a ringing in my ear. There's a shift happening. There's a little shift happening. So maybe the acknowledgement of what you've been up to, where you are, it it helps to bring in the anchoring of the new, the anchoring of the expansion, the shift you've been through. So then I did my room. I got some stuff under the bed. I got things cleared. I probably decompressed what was going on on the floor by a good 60%, maybe 70%. It was amazing. Got a bag of trash to go out. And it's just a thing. Oh, and I made silver juice and all of this before nine o'clock. It's just like, there's just this ability for flow to happen. And when we are like loving ourselves unconditionally, and for me, that has meant over the last week, week and a half, two weeks, it has meant taking things wicked slow, resting a lot, watching videos, relaxing spending time with my daughter and that's what it's meant for me not calling anybody and uh yesterday I started getting calls so that was kind of like this turnaround it was kind of like okay it's time to reconnect with my family and my friends and play start to play with them again so this is This is this flow thing, and it does build momentum. It comes like alignment is key here. Loving yourself unconditionally is key. I say that all the time. So how are you loving yourself unconditionally? Are you listening to your body? I'll give you a second. Tune into your body right now and just see. What is your body asking for that you've been denying? Mm. Holy mackerel. What has your body been asking for that you've been denying? Maybe it's a piece of cheesecake. Maybe it's no sugar. Maybe it's a walk outside in a garden. Maybe it's fresh air. Maybe it's sunshine. Uh, Interesting, huh? (laughs) I have like no control over these background noises. It's like I'm in an office. Ursula is very well equipped in her uh, spaces here with all her systems. Mm. So just ask yourself, what is your body asking for that you've put off that you have thought wasn't important or you didn't have time for? Just give that a feel. Mm. And then... And then, I don't normally give you a good shove like this, but now schedule it. Maybe your body was asking for a massage. Call and make an appointment. Maybe it was asking for chocolate. Well, go get a piece or or uh, plan to stop by your favorite chocolatier and buy like a beautiful piece, one piece of chocolate or two. You know, this isn't about like overboard. This isn't about addiction or you know like or uh pandering to um i don't know uh ill will or anything like that this is just about savoring and being grateful for and appreciating and when we appreciate our bodies we listen to them we love them and mm And we want to spoil our bodies in a good way, not in a rotten way, but we want to lavish our bodies with more like uh, aliveness, aliveness, a good piece of chocolate is the experience of aliveness on your tongue. A beautiful, gorgeous bouquet of flowers is aliveness for your eyes. And the warm, gorgeous sun hitting your body is aliveness for your skin. So how are you bringing this aliveness in? And that's this is what I've been talking about. This programming nonsense that we've caught ourselves up in is anti-aliveness. So if we're anti-aliveness, we are going to feel dull, uninspired, um, no inspired action, We aren't going to feel love. We're going to feel pretty miserable. So it's time to turn it around and start to engage the aliveness. And your body knows. It's been telling you for a long time. What does it want? Mm. What does your body want to feel alive? This is amazing. So you know what? It's a smidge really, but that's all right. I'm going to leave you with that because I really want you to focus on that and that alone today, loving yourself unconditionally. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at jemmafossett.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fawcett, host of That Happiness Show.